Y'all will have to bear with me if I get a little emotional. I've kind of been fighting doing this particular uh, episode for some time. Simply because it's a vulnerable um, subject for me. Um, it's a vulnerable for a lot of people though, so that's why I must forge on. I, uh, I don't know you personally, listener. My name is Prophetess LGBTQ. And I've gone through some things in life, right? We all have. We all experienced life in Whitnet. Um, I hope that you've never lost anyone, though. And if you have, this, this episode is for you. I've had loss. Huh? I've had personal loss. I've had familial loss. I, uh, I used to think, right, when I was believing in the Bible, that uh, God could speak to me through the music. And that uh, if he didn't speak to me through the music, then, you know, that I was doing okay. I was doing exactly what I was supposed to be doing. That was the beginning of my prophetic walk. And I still believe that he speaks to me through music. Um, he's very on time about that, actually. But he has to pick and choose the music that he speaks to me through because because so much of it is, so much of it is tainted um, with things that I don't believe in, things that God does not want me to believe in. Um, so we uh, so we don't always see eye to eye. I'll say that me and God don't always see eye to eye. I don't like the job all the time. I don't want the job all the time. But it's mine. And his job is his. And I think we should keep it that way. I don't think that man should ever be more powerful or as powerful as God. I don't think that's that's a good that's not a good look. Cuz we've already messed up the race by dividing and separating ourselves, just like the church told us to. So from now on, I'm not going to call them Christians. I'm going to call it church. The church. The church. Biblians and the church. If you get lumped in somehow and you don't appreciate how, um, you might want to reevaluate yourself. I believe, okay, that certain people can speak and even see forms of spirits and I also understand from my learning, my discovery of late, that spirits do not come in forms that we necessarily would consider a spirit to come in okay, I don't know if you guys have ever seen the movie Spirited Away I freaking love that movie and I was just talking to my husband about it the other day I want to watch it I want to watch it I need to do this episode and I just I really need to remember why why I need to do this episode I haven't watched it yet I'm going to watch it after I finish here um Spirit Away it's an anime anime excuse me film um I forget the production company it's 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 a well known one though that, that does anime um we uh we believe Okay, in my house anyway, that uh, <clears throat> the spirits, huh? Um, the spirits of our loved ones, will they linger here? 
um, you guys think I'm talking about ghosts and whatnot, and I'm not. I'm talking about the spirit of someone affecting your day in the most mundane way and sending you off, you ball in for the rest of the day because damn it anyway, right? So I said I wasn't going to cry about this anymore. I mean, they're gone. They're gone, right? They're, they're gone. Can't get them back. Crying's not going to do anything. I need you to, to hear me now, believer. If you believe that the spirits do not have to move on, they can stay. Because God is supreme and not a spirit even. I don't know about the Holy Spirit. But there's just the Father and the Spirit in this mind. In this mind, I just... There's a church. The church, the Father, and the Spirit. There we go. Okay? That's, that's what I see. But I don't see actual spirits, like ghosts, okay? People that are trying to hurt people. They're, we don't actually see... I don't see them. I'm not saying that. Nobody in the house does. But I don't see them. But they let, they let us know that they're there. Not only are they close by, but they're thinking about you. They're thinking about you in the exact same moment that something comes on the radio and sets you off. That's how they're thinking about you. That's how the spirit world connects with the human world. We use um, different mediums, okay, to speak to the spirit world. And we believe these mediums work, okay? Um... I don't know anything about the spirit world, so I don't, I have any right to, to speak either way on it. You know what I mean? So I do know, however, that spirits are free. They are free to go as they please. Okay. Just because you go to heaven doesn't mean you have to stay there every single day of your life for the rest of eternity. Because there is a strong belief in my house that my mother-in-law resides in my home. Her spirit um, stays with my youngest he is very reassured by this fact. There is no doubt in my mind that my mother-in-law is in the house at all times. And there's a good good chance when there's music on that he's going to start laughing. He's going to start clapping. He's going to start smiling. Because music is how she is called to our house. She can connect with our children through music. My mother-in-law will come in and, 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 and put my son to sleep. He'll put himself to sleep. It'll look like he's putting himself to sleep. But well, what child do you know that actually puts himself to sleep? So let's talk about that child then. The child that you say, well, I know one. All right, let's talk about him. You never asked him. Why do you go to sleep when you just, no one even tells you. You just go right to sleep. Have you ever asked him? Have you ever asked him why they do that? <clears throat> I don't need to ask my son. I know that if he's worked out, it's because mom's nearby and uh, we're about to go down for a nap. So I just got to get my workout. He tuckers himself out. And then when he's done, he drifts him off to sleep. But while he's working out, my mother's rubbing his back because he will not, and I repeat, will not work out on his back. He won't do it. He won't do a flutter kick. He won't do the sit-ups. He does uh, leg raises, planks, 
Um, he does those kinds of things. Things that he can do on the front or on the side. Um, because his back is being rubbed by my mother-in-law. She's with him always. You wonder why I brought this up. Why is she talking about ghosts today? Because uh, ghosts are not good or bad. Okay, They are what they are. Whatever is happening to them, whatever happened to them at their death, that is, that is something that needs to be discovered individually with each spirit. You can't assume, just like the dead shouldn't assume that we all can see them, right? Um, we can't assume that all of the dead want to be seen by all of us. You understand what I'm saying? So yeah, we don't, we've never seen a ghost. We've never seen a spirit. But you felt them. I felt one recently. My dad loved the cranberries. Not, not, not the fruit. The, the group. And I don't remember her name. Judith, Meredith, whatever. But the lead singer of that group, the Cranberries, uh, she died recently, in the last couple of years, actually, um, of an overdose. And, uh, well, my dad wasn't around to have to see that. He didn't have to witness that. Um, because I didn't want my dad to have to, 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 under, to end his memory of this particular group with that type of note. You know what I mean? I need not fear, for God has no mistakes in mind. You understand what I'm saying? I miss him. He was, uh, he never was never able to meet any of my children. He's been gone a long time, and it, and it doesn't diminish. They say that it does, but it won't. It's not supposed to. Because if it does, it means that they are no longer visiting you. They're no longer in need. They're, or they're no longer needed, um... But the joy my mother-in-law brings to my youngest and uh, the joy Cranberries brings to me. When I talked to Dad, I used to have to differentiate. I felt I did. I had to differentiate. Not my dad. You know, you dad. You dad. The, the, the big dad. Yeah. Big daddy. No. My dad knows who I'm talking to. And dad knows who I'm talking to. And those two people are the only people that need to understand me. I rail at my dad sometimes. I wondered why I wasn't enough. You knew it was going to kill you, but you did it anyway. That's why I didn't want my mom, um, excuse me, my dad to, to witness that. I didn't want him to see how she ended. Um... Dolores. Her name was Dolores. <sighs> because he did the same thing. In essence, he overdid it. <clears throat> My dad had a disease called alcoholism. And he was fighting and losing and lost uh, the battle with esophageal cancer as well. He was told if he drank again, it would definitely kill him. But that is why it's called a disease. The disease infects your body to the point where your body cannot function without it. It has made it normal. It, it, that's what makes inside your body normal. I'm not justifying alcoholics. I'm trying to get you to understand. 
why the addiction exists. Just like a regular addict. I say regular, I mean, I don't know hard drugs. I don't know their names, their street names, whatever. I know that they're addictive. And I'm not saying they're addictive simply because I believe it. The church told me I've, I've seen, I've seen addiction. You know, you see addiction. Sometimes you don't see it. And that's the problem. That's what we're going to talk about today. The unseen. Hi there, you've stumbled across The Christian Truth, a podcast where I, Prophetess LGBTQ, comes, well, sometimes I come to yell at you. If you come here to hear about nothing but Bible scripture or religion, you've inadvertently ended up in the wrong podcast, because I switch it up a bit, and I curse pretty often, actually, in the beginning. Just ride this out with me, it's so worth it. But I'm human, so I'm not gonna be perfect. Each episode, though, is from the heart, and I can't wait to hear what you guys think. Leave your comments below any episode and let me know what you thought. Remember, you were warned. This is me as he made me. And he's not done with me yet. Talk for now. You don't think you've ever seen a spirit, been touched by a spirit, even spoken to a spirit. Let's say you don't believe in anything. Anything but you and the ground you walk on. Okay? You've lost people too though, right? I don't care if you believe that they're ghosts. I don't care. That's not that's not where I'm going with this. I am now coming to the realization that everything I believed up until this point, religiously, religious-wise, I mean, um, I've been wrong. How liberating is it as a human being to be able to say, I was wrong and I'm going to fix myself. Not only am I going to fix myself, I can't let anybody else be wrong anymore either. So if I tell them what I'm supposed to tell them just because they don't listen to me doesn't mean I didn't do my job just because you can't see proof that there's someone else giving a damn about you doesn't mean there's not I just needed to give that to you non-believer okay cool now we can go on with the spirit talk about how the holy spirit is the same as god but we don't all believe in God now, do we? And then on top of that, we don't all believe in the Christian God, the church God, okay? We believe in a deity. Now we believe in a higher power. That's fine. But we never question why. Some beliefs, you don't question why. You just you just go with the flow. That's just what we've been doing. It's how we do it, okay? I won't name names. Then there's other people who believe that we're allowed to evolve. Our ideas are allowed to change. You know what I mean? Um, we're allowed to learn some things. Okay. And if things don't add up, then we go with what's new. Because what's new is what's going to keep us going forward. I hope you figured that out by now. Listener. The unseen. Yeah, I'm talking about spirits. Not ghosts now. I'm talking about spirits. The spirits are still here. Just because they are gone from us and they cannot be seen, does not mean they cannot see you. Do not mean they don't care about you anymore. They just stopped caring about you after they died? No. No, I don't think that's true. I don't. My belief system is like that. I said, my opinion. I'm entitled to it, just like my own asshole. You know what I mean? We all have it. Our own opinions, our own beliefs. And these are what my beliefs are. My beliefs are that there are spirits that have no reason to leave. 
There are spirits that were left here as long as they could be, huh? And then were released from their earthly temple. And they remain here simply because they didn't get to see all that they wanted to see in their lifetime as they lived. Do I know what ghosts are thinking? Do I know what spirits are thinking? Excuse me. No, I'm not saying I speak for spirits either. I'm saying that you have to be open to the idea that they're there. I don't believe you just go into the ground and that's it. I believe that we have something better going to. To go to, at least. Even if we don't like where we end up. You know what I mean? We don't want to be in heaven. Cool, fine, you know, it's understandable. The way things are, things are looking now, it's not something I'd want to do either. But we do it. We keep going simply because he owns every soul. That is my belief, my opinion, okay? I will never try to force my opinions on you, listener. That's not my job. You know my job. My job is to give you the truth. Whether you listen to it, believe it or not. I, it's non, non, that's inconsequential. A non-fucking factor. I've heard many people say that. So my dad and the cranberries. They OD'd. They both overdid what they were doing to cope. Okay? They could not find another way to cope. Those people that you say after they've successfully killed themselves, I wish they would have said something. I bring this up because I have um, a page that I follow on Facebook. This woman is very inspiring. The TKO show or something like that. I don't know. She's amazing. Um, she's a black woman or a colored woman, excuse me. Um, but I don't know because I don't know for sure exactly what you know ethnicity she is. She might be colored or black, but she's, she's definitely colored. Um, and she said, uh, why would we... Why would we say that? Why would we expect um, why would we expect them to say anything when, when while they're alive and oh, you know, everyone has problems, you just got to get through it. You just have to believe, you have to believe, you have to believe. You just got to have hope. You have to hope. You have to pray. All of the things that the church has told you to do to make things better, huh? They don't fucking work. You know why? Because the church wasn't meant to make you better. God God makes you better. God makes you the Christian that you want to be. Um, I wouldn't want to call myself a Christian anymore, however, because you're saying that God actually sent a make-believe person. And when in actuality, he sent multiple people that you chose to crucify. And I don't know why the church chose this, t- t- this particular story. I don't know why it ended up this way. I don't know why it even started that way. But I do know this, that man refused to believe that he had no control over what happened to him. And he also had no control over the deity that placed him here. He refused to believe it. So we live here today in America hmm? because man refused to believe that God was bigger than he'll ever be. It's that simple. When God puts you somewhere, he didn't make a mistake. You don't like the way it looks. That doesn't mean there's not good things coming for you. I just need you to be patient. I need you to give me the fucking doubt. Okay. Just give me the benefit of the doubt here that I do know what I'm fucking doing. I've been doing this for, you know, eons and shit. Um, I just need you to just keep on that mentality. I'm going to keep sending them. So it doesn't matter if you believe her or not. I'm going to keep sending them. I love you enough. I still love you. I still love you. Even though one, 
Some of y'all don't believe I even exist. Two, some of y'all don't even believe I give a fuck about you. And three, some of y'all truly believe you'll never see my face. And the church is to blame. The unseen eye, huh, of of God's power is is the church. Church gets to decide who is going to heaven, why they wouldn't go, and uh, what they're going to do on their way. Hmm? But he does. He does. The church does that. You talk about the mentally ill or the suicidal, and you want to know why they didn't tell you while they were alive that they were hurting so bad that they just wanted to end shit. If I offend you, I did not give you guys a trigger warning. That's my bad. Um, that we will talk about suicidal ideation. And as any form or fashion that it comes out. I am a strong woman, okay? But I'm also a human being. And for the longest time, I was struggling inside with a lot of anger and pain betrayal, disappointment. I just, I felt that everything and everyone had failed or left me. And I was a cutter. One of my tattoos that I'll be getting this weekend is to commemorate my failure. I made a distinction and I'm not sure why I felt the need to do so because my, my husband doesn't judge me. He doesn't give a fuck. I, he knows I lived before I knew him. He also knows I survived to meet him. Okay. So that's it. I'm not going to shock him. Okay. With that. And I told him, you know, I used to, it wasn't even that I wanted to die. I didn't want to die. I was pregnant with Riley. You, you, you heard me correctly. We have different reasons, okay? And I believe, just because I am one, um, once you are, you always are. It's always in your mind, just like a liar and a cheater. Mm -hmm. You have always thought about cheating, and then you finally do it and get away with it. No one ever fucking finds out, like fucking ever. But you will always be a cheater. I learned that shit too. We'll get back to that. But for this, if we can't say, we can't believe it. That's what I'm saying. So I'm saying to you, I, I, I don't, I need proof. I need proof. I need to see it to believe it. Rather than accept that we don't have to know what's going to happen. No, we want control. We don't, it's scary not having control. Okay. It's scary not being able to decide who is going to affect us next. It's, it's scary. So Mel cut because that was the only way I could control anything. The pain, the anger. I was angry. I was hurt. I felt betrayed. But I know why I'm still here today. Not because I wasn't good at it. It was because God had other means for me. Other, other, other needs that he needed me for. And, uh, and I'm glad I was unsuccessful. Of course I am. But I made sure to differentiate because for some reason, I feel the need to do so. I don't know if it's a thing with us or if it's just me, but I felt the need to differentiate. I've never wanted to die. I don't. Well, that's not true. 
I've never wanted to die and then cut myself. Like, that's not, that was never my intention. It was never my intention to die. I was pregnant with my middle child. And, and I know that you're judging me and I give a fuck, right? I don't, I don't really give a shit because he's 10 years old today. So fuck you. Anyway, so I did that, okay, to control my pain. And no one even fucking noticed, guys. Nobody noticed. No one noticed. Y'all didn't want to hear about it, remember? We don't want to hear that you need to go to sick call because you're having some some thoughts. We don't want to hear that you're not equal to us in mental stability and, and you have to leave. We don't want to hear that. So the reason I feel I cracked, huh? The real reason was because something happened in my life that I did not have any control over. None. And I never felt that panic in my life. I never felt so unsure of what the fuck the next breath was going to bring. So I started to cut. I had to break it to y'all, but I cut down range. I was having suicidal ideation. I wanted to get someone's fucking attention. I need to talk to somebody because y'all got me fucked up like literally but no one wanted to hear that that you're weak and that you're mentally incapable of making a full deployment with us so you article 15 me because I told you and I quote listener my chain of command will back me up I'm gonna kill one of you motherfuckers if you don't send me home I'm just gonna let you know I'm tired of telling you nicely that I'm not in a good headspace. Since it doesn't fucking matter to you, I bet it'll matter if I kill one of you motherfuckers. So how about we make that paperwork start fucking happening now? Oh, of course we're going to keep decorum. I'm going to use my rank and, and make you feel like a piece of shit. Push the floor, Grant. Sure, no problem, Top. And I got down in the front leaning rest position and I didn't fucking move. I need you to understand something, Top. You have been told on different occasions, multiple by the way, that this soldier is not not good for her to be here anymore. It's not good for her to have ever come in the first place, but she did, okay, because she got threatened. That's what we do here on the 209th ASB. We fucking threaten people, right? Um, So she didn't do what she was supposed to to take care of herself. And now you're refusing to do for me what I need to be done so that I could take care of myself mentally and emotionally in order to be the soldier that you expected this bitch to be. So I wasn't pushing. He wasn't happy. It's funny that you can see me now, Top. You can see me just fine. You can hear my voice. You know my fucking name, but you didn't know my name. You didn't give a fuck about me before when I was telling you, you need to take all these sharp fucking objects from me. You need to take my goddamn ammo. You need to take my firing pin. Go on, leadership of 209th ASB. You tell yourself you didn't hear that. You tell yourself you weren't given someone's firing pin. Downrange, and you tell yourself that you did not tell her to get over herself. So I told Top, I am pushing. I'm pushing down the earth. And I'm winning. The earth ain't gonna beat me today, Top. They sent me home. 
because I threatened to kill my chain of command. It took that, people. It took that shit. Because doing everything they trained us to fucking do, huh? Empty out your weapon. A firing pin, for those of you who aren't in the know, um, required. Hmm? Kind of fucking required if you want that gun to work. It's all I'm saying. Um, so I'm walking around without a firing pin. That's what the fuck they were worried about. Downrange. The reason why they're worried that your firing pin is not inside your weapon is because you must carry this weapon with you at all times. You must be able to defend yourself and or your battle buddy at all times, including in the motherfucking defect. That's the dining facility. Now we got to clear it, okay? But it can clear without a fucking firing pin. So I don't have any weapon. I mean, well, I, I consider not having a weapon because I don't have a firing pin. I have it in my pocket. Now I have it with me. Of course, I could actually just put that bedroom together real quick. Um, but uh, no, I don't want to. I don't fucking need to. No, I don't, though. I don't. I don't really. Why? Why should I protect myself? You're fucking not. You're not protecting me at all. I told you I need to go home and you don't give a fuck. I've given you all of my sharp objects, told you that you need to, good thieves, put it away. But, but no, I was just being melodramatic. I was being soapy. Hmm? Yes, 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 yes wishy-washy piece of shit soldier that I was so when I fucking finally said I'm gonna kill you um then you guys got into action oh this bitch said she's gonna kill me no this bitch actually said that shit and then because no one actually believed I had the audacity to let that shit come out my face in the first place go and tell him what you just said you want me to repeat what part exactly would you like me to repeat first sergeant let me make sure I get it right so I don't have to keep fucking repeating myself I said and I fucking quote again I will kill one of you motherfuckers if you don't send my black ass home okay sir and I walk the fuck out what are you gonna do you gonna put me in under arrest or am I going to the brig because I won't fucking listen to you the federal army Hmm. The United States Army it owned me. Owned me. I couldn't do nothing without its permission. Right? No, that's just the way it goes. So what? You're mentally unstable. We need a supply specialist. What are we going to do if you leave? How's that my fucking problem? You didn't give a fuck about me before I got here or now that I'm leaving. You don't give a fuck about me. Why the fuck should I care about what you fucking need? Oh, it's my job? Is it really? Let's talk about jobs real quick. What's your fucking job, Top? What is your job? Exactly. Because it's not to run a motherfucking unit. No, because if you were doing that, you would have fucking known that I was goddamn thinking about suicide. But you would have known. And all of your NCOs who also knew should have told you as well. So top, just know this, huh? There was nothing about that that you did correctly. Nothing at all. You put me in the front line arrest position. Understand me. That definitely was the wrong fucking move. Because from that position, I was fucking done. There's, you can't actually make me push. No, you can try it. Okay, I'm going to get on my back. Put your legs up. Uh-huh. I'm sorry, you want me to PT because you think I fucked up by calling you a motherfucking dead person if you don't stay home? Look at here. Top. Huh? I'm not fucking doing no flutter kicks. I'm not fucking doing no push-ups. I'm not doing no goddamn planks. I'm not doing a goddamn thing. You know why? Because I don't fucking have to. The moment you do what the fuck I asked you to do, then the fucking moment will happen that I will do what the fuck you asked me to do. It's just that simple. That's how we work today. Okay? Cool. Supply specialist. I lost my rank. Huh? Because they can do that shit. Took my money. Huh? Because they can do that shit. 
You didn't take my knowledge. I'm still a fucking supply boss. You are said you, and I do mean boss. I'm my own fucking boss. Hmm? I don't answer to nobody again. Top fucking again. It's just what I do. Hmm? You're retired by now, top. Things have happened in your life, however. You've lost as well. And I'm sorry for your loss. But uh, y'all don't get to like monopolize pain or control of pain because we're the federal army we're the federal government we can do that we're the armed fucking forces you signed a goddamn contract to use the power that you were given by my fucking signature against me to keep me in line i gave you my trust Mm -hmm. i gave you my understanding that you would direct me lawfully You would guide me lawfully and you would support me lawfully. That's actually what I fucking signed. I do the same for you because you do the same for me. That's why we're called battle buddies. Okay. But none of that shit fucking took place. None of it. Hmm. Why do I bring up that deployment for all of this? Two reasons. I came back early. My unit didn't even know I had returned. My rear detachment, they had no idea that I was even there. Nope. There was no one there meeting me, huh? There was no, no, because I was a piece of shit, you understand, on this video? I couldn't even hack it for the whole deployment. No, I had to fucking go home. Now, mind you, the rhetoric, huh, that you said to everybody else on my trip home in Germany, fucking Alaska, all of that, yeah? All of those things that you decided for me, we um, we know better now, don't we? You don't control a person's mind simply because they signed a piece of paper. You don't control a person's psyche simply because they took an oath. And you damn sure don't own a single soul simply because they don't believe what you believe in. Biblion. I always come full circle. I always do my best to do so. I need to tie these things together so that you understand that not only do I understand your plight, I've been there. Sometimes I'm going through it as with you. But I've been there. I wasn't always the strong prophetess you hear on your on your podcast episode. That's that wasn't always me. I used to give a fuck. I used to give a damn about other people's feelings, other people's opinions. I mean it mattered to me. It affected my life. And that was wrong. It's wrong, believer, non-believer, listener. It's wrong to allow another person to affect how you feel about yourself. How you feel about what you believe in. Amen? Like, it's, it's fucking disgusting that man has come so far, huh? in man's eyes, um, that he has the power not only to tell mankind what to do, you know, tell himself what to do, um, or his fellow man, but he also can make his fellow man do whatever the fuck he wants him to do because he can't control God fellow man will be controlled damn it it's just what's going to happen some of you say I've broken away from the church I don't believe I don't believe in I know that there's a God but I don't believe in that God cool that's great that's fantastic that motherfucker's not real um but you still believe in the bible there's churches out there who do not have a problem with gays. 
do not have a problem with um with transgenders even okay like there's no problem it's called an open faith you believe what the fuck you believe okay um i don't want that to be our church our church i want it to believe in something of course but i don't want to dictate what you must believe in to be a part of it okay and that's the thing the ministry is all that is required of me the ministry of God's word, not, not, not God's Bible. Okay. No, no. God's actual word, the ministry of his truth to the masses. That's the only job I have. It's not to convince you that what you've been thinking is wrong or that you've been all jacked up from the floor. My job is not to judge you in the first place. But when I tell you that I believe in something and then you tell me, well, you and that person are never going to meet each other. So I don't know why you believe in him. Well, I got a problem with that. Because you're telling me that my beliefs mean absolutely nothing to my God. And you don't get to talk to me about my God. Only God gets to talk to me about him. We're unseen because you don't give a damn enough to ask until it's too late or you've been threatened with murder. You didn't even realize that I was hurting and it's not just your fault, chain of command. I mean, it was everybody, okay? Everybody I turned to who I believed was there for my support system because that's what the fuck they trained us to believe, huh? Just like the church, we believe what we believe, okay? Um, even though we still have... We still have suicides. Our rates are going up simply because, well, we didn't know, didn't you? Didn't you have any fucking clue or did you not care enough about that person to not realize that not only did they change, but they stopped fucking caring that you noticed or not. The moment we stop caring whether or not you care is the moment too far. I didn't believe anybody cared about me. Nobody. I came back. My husband felt I had deserted him. Mm -hmm. We had a falling out. We got divorced. Okay. I'm pregnant, by the way. And my husband is busy. Okay. um, Moving out of the house. Okay. And moving on to his next duty station. All right. And he must be divorced before he fucking leaves this island. Or, well, that's what the fuck's going to happen. So not only was I depressed because of what took place while I was away. But now I'm pregnant with your kid and you want to divorce me before you leave the island so that you don't have to deal with me in transition. I don't know where that person is to this day. Yes, that is the son I speak of, the the middle one, the one I was cutting while I was pregnant with him. His father, he's not around. I don't know where he is. I don't even know if he's alive anymore, to be honest with you. It used to hurt me that you have the audacity to not only not believe me, even though I've proven it to you, but two, to treat my child as if he's not fucking yours and he does not deserve any love from you. How dare you treat him that way? But God wanted me to hurt this way. He needed me to understand that there is a cycle going on here of absenteeism. People have been missing in this person's life. They've been stepping out. 
They've been ducking out under obligations. They've just been walking away. So that's all he knew. Does that make it my fault? Does it make it okay? Does it make me feel any better? No. But it's, it's what I had to learn. That if you want to be seen, you must speak. But if they don't speak and you can't hear them like you used to, it's time for you to fucking talk first. The only reason we're unseen as living people is because we choose to believe that what we're doing is more important than anything else going on around us. So we forget to check on our best friend who has COVID. Or we forget to check on our best friend who might be losing her house. And we forget, and we forget, and we forget. And then we come down, oh shit, what kind of friend am I? Oh no, no, it's fine, it's fine. No, I'm okay, I'm okay, everything's fine. I'm still alive, we're doing great. But you're still a shit friend. Because you allowed it to happen. And what happens, shit friend, when one time you call and I was like, oh my God, I'm so sorry. You know I am. I'm just so, hello? Yes, hi. Who am I speaking to? Uh, this is so-and-so. Who's, who's this? I was, I was looking for, what's her fucking face? Yeah, um, yeah, she's passed on, honey. I'm sorry, what? She's gone. She, uh, she went to be with Jesus. Yes, she did. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay, so now we're going to bring the church back up into suicide. We had the audacity, church. Okay? I say we, huh? Because according to you, a prophet belongs to the church. I say I belong to God, but that's just me. You know, I might be biased and shit. Um, so the church says, that your soul is damned if you kill yourself. The church fucking convinced you of that shit, Biblian. No, 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 but he did. He convinced you that if you take your own life, it's like stealing from God. <laughs> that shit's funny to me. Y'all know why. You know why that shit is fucking funny. It's ironic on many multiple fucking levels. But that's neither here nor there. It's more there than here, but they can do that. Since the dawn of time, the church has told you, you have to believe in this story. If you do, you deviate it all. You go anywhere outside this motherfucking story, you are not going to heaven. That's just the fucking facts, okay? We wrote them down. God told us to do so. That's what the church tells you. That's what you've believed since the dawn of the fucking Bible, Biblian. But, but God didn't start existing because you remembered to fucking give him credit. God didn't start existing simply because you figured out the seed of knowledge that started all this shebang. God didn't stop existing simply because you found an alternate explanation as to why we got here. God didn't disappear. God didn't change and diminish. Didn't fucking do damn thing. He's still here listening to the theories, still listening to the non-belief, still listening to the sarcasm. He's still listening. Telling me, I told you. I told you they weren't going to listen to you. I told you. And in, in my mind, I'm like, well, why the fuck did you send me then? I already know the answer, though. You speak for the unseen. You speak for those who just fucking stopped talking because no one gave a damn. 
I started this podcast as a visiting angel. I loved that job. I loved it very much. It was very rewarding to me. Okay. There were some trials for sure, but it was rewarding to me. I had to stop for certain reasons, personal reasons, but it was rewarding to me to know that I was giving them just a little bit of fucking love and attention. Just a little bit. Even if it was cleaning their motherfucking house every damn day. Because their child wasn't there doing that. Their child had grown up and he has a life of his own. He has a new wife now. Well, this one passed in the war. You know, there's reasons why they can't be here. There's reasons why the adult children that were raised up by these fucking elderly people that I love so very dearly, there's a reason why they can't be here. They have a life to live. So the unseen are not just the suicidal. Fuck you. That's not, no. The unseen are anybody you choose to believe are not worthy, huh, of your fucking attention. The unseen are the homeless. So Gen Gap came to my mind and God put it into fucking provision. But he did though. It's a thing. You can go look that shit up. I wish you would. It's on YouTube. Gen Gap. Gap is, Gen Gap's one word, but Gap is all caps. The unseen are anybody you feel are less worthy of the life you're living. And if they have to complain, then they need to move the fuck on. I don't got time for that shit. But when they're gone, you come to funerals. <laughs> you, you plant flowers and shit. Okay, you let off balloons. And the balloons that you let off for the newborns that are deceased, you do you. Okay? That's fine. We all cope in a different way. I'm not judging you. I'm saying, if you think that makes up for the life that you decided you didn't need to pay any attention to, the life that you neglected for the last 14 years, did you know that your best friend has miscarried? Three times in her life. But because we're not that type of friendship anymore, at least. Um, you didn't know. You didn't, you didn't even. Like during the time where we weren't speaking, huh? Those years, they just, we get glossed over. You know, they just get glossed over. Oh, I know, you know, we, we had life and this, this happened and this, this happened. But when this life starts to come back up into the orbit of the other life, then this other life, well, hi there. Yeah. Oh, now we should care. Yes, hey. Let me help you. Let me be here for you until my life is too much for me to handle. Yes, I did that. And you know who I'm talking to. So I'm going to go. You told me not to, and I did it anyway. And now that he did exactly what you said he was going to fucking do, I, I got to go. I'm leaving you. You're on your fucking own. Um, I'll, I mean, I'll talk to you. Of course, we're going to stay friends. We best friends forever. Yeah, best friends forever. I've done all the motions. I've taken all the actions, okay? I'm not saying I've done only the actions. I've only done all the action. That's that's it. I'm not the only one. Uh, at, at any point in time that you felt you did more for our friendship than I did, would be one person to another. If you feel you did more, then how come they're dead? How come they no longer speak to you? 
How come their spirit doesn't even come and visit you anymore? Because you completely forgot that they needed to be mourned. They needed to be remembered. They needed to be seen. Even spirits, they try to reach you with the music. If you're driving in your car one day and all of a sudden you're having a shit-filled fucking day, but your fucking favorite song comes on and you don't realize it's your favorite fucking song until it generates the green glow of joy in your body. I say green because yellow is sun. And there's only one sun. And you don't want that inside your body. Do you say that? Okay, so, so do you have that? Do you have that with someone that you call a friend? Can you catalog all of the friends that you've known throughout your life? Do you know where they are? Do you care? Do you know what they're doing? Do you care? Do you, do you know if they're clothed? Do you know if they even have uh, uh, teeth in their mouth? Do you even know if they have a roof over their head? Do you know? You said you're best friends. Do you care? You said you wanted them to tell you while they were alive. They're alive still. Where are you? Where are you, friend? Can you see your friends in this light? Just for today, listener. They're complaining about whatever's going on. And if they're still complaining about the same thing every single day, How about you not be annoyed and fucking take attention to that shit? We don't talk about the same shit for no fucking reason. No, but we don't. We talk about the same thing over and over and over again because eventually someone's going to fucking get that this shit is important to me. I don't want to hurt you more. So if you don't take the sharp objects, I'm going to use them. And nobody did it. So I used them. Then you want to come and judge me for doing what I was doing to cope. Where the fuck were you when I had to learn how to cope this way? How was it my fault that you didn't know your best friend was hurting? How was it my fault that you didn't know or give a fuck enough to ask if your friend was in need? How was it your friend's fault? The dead one, by the way. The one that has lost their life to pain in any form that it might come in. Simply because no one, not even their best fucking friend, gave a shit enough to even call and be like, yo, you still alive? No, I'm just kidding. I'm just saying, I'm just, you know, I just want to make sure you're still good. You know, we ain't talked in a minute. I'm not saying you have to call him every week. I'm not even saying you have to call him every month. You don't fucking call at all and you know it. You don't call nobody. You got a life to live now. You got shit to do. You got a job to do. Got money to make. And they're adults. If they're not getting their life together, then they're not getting their life together. I don't know what you want me to say, Prophetess. I can't help everybody. Then you can't claim everybody as your friend either. Nope, that's not allowed. You don't get to be a friend or call a friend if you're not going to be one. You don't get to claim them as a friend if you're not going to actually be a fucking friend friend that's not right no no that's that's all wrong that's not how that works that doesn't work out for me I don't like it like I refuse it I refuse your supposition you're just me you see them you hear them they're annoying to you and instead of being annoying you could be helping them you could be making them stop the suffering 
When I say they didn't notice me, they didn't even see me. We PT every morning. No matter what unit you're part of, huh? No matter if you're rear detachment, wounded warrior, doesn't fucking matter. You're doing PT. You at least have to form up, okay? You don't actually have to PT. No, we don't do that. Um, but I was pregnant. Yeah, with the, with the baby that, that wasn't my husband's. Yeah. Um, no, no, it was his. We've, we've, we've established that. But him not here, so it doesn't really matter. Um, I told him. You know what I mean? I told him. I told him. I told him. And when you're trying to find a way to cope, and people judge the way you're trying to cope, and you ask them, well, why, why, why is the way I'm choosing to cope affecting you if you're the one fucking leaving me? If you don't care about me, then why does what I'm doing to myself matter more to you than what we had before you decided to walk out the door? Oh, because you're saying I'm making you suicidal. Bitch ain't suicidal. Bitch is in control of your pain now. Most deaf. Most deaf. Okay. But, but I wasn't suicidal. I didn't want to die. I had a baby to raise. I had two actually. But because of my situation was what it was, I didn't have much to live for in my eyes. I was just, I'm pregnant. And when I'm not pregnant, then it'll be over. I'll be fine. I don't have to worry about it. So I was giddy in that moment. But after that, did any of my battle buddies give a damn? No. I was in the wounded warrior unit. Wounded fucking warrior. Why do you think I'm in the wounded warrior unit? Do you think it has anything to do with the fact that not only did I come back early from deployment because I threatened to kill my goddamn chain of command, but also because I've actually started cutting. Physically started cutting. I'm in the wounded warrior. I have to admit that shit. If you can't tell people that you're doing it, then you can expect them to help you. Stop doing it. That's how that works, okay? So I told people that I was and then, you know, you make the promise, you make the agreement that I'm not going to do that anymore. Yada, yada, boom, boom. It doesn't work because the pain is still there. The hurt is still there. The disappointment, the betrayal, it's still there. Years can go by. Decades, even. And the one thing you said to your friend, huh, all those years ago, that made them feel as small as a speck on your fucking fingerprint, You have no idea what it is that made you guys fall apart. You have no idea. Six years later, when you come back, huh, across the pond, you, uh, well, who are you looking for? Because you're not, damn sure you're not looking for me. Yeah, you don't even remember my name. No, you don't remember my name enough to actually contact me through the last six, half decade. You know what I mean? Like, it's just, I'm confused is all I'm saying. You either know me. And you fucked up and you should probably fix that shit. Or you don't know who the fuck I am. And you didn't realize that I was that type of friend. I expected a little bit more from you. Yes, that was, I'm, I'm, I should have probably clarified that the friendship I give you is what I expect in return. But I understand that 10 years later, now you feel maybe I should explain myself. Maybe I should tell you why I left the way I did. Yeah, I should go. I should go. I should go make myself clear. I should. I should clarify. I need. I need her to know. I need. I need them to be in my life, so I need them to understand it. You come back after years being apart. Your best friend died four years ago, and you can't tell them that you're sorry. You can't tell them that they didn't know that you loved them. 
and you can't tell them. How could they do this? So many people love you. How could you do this? You're fucking years late, dude. But now all of a sudden we're all supposed to be sad again because you finally saw the unseen. You don't have to believe what I believe. You have to accept what I say, though. You have to understand it. You have to accept that it is actually making sense. You don't have to believe me. You don't have to believe in what I say. But don't come to me and tell me that you're a Christian. Because I'm going to do what I told my listeners to do. Smile. Oh, that's so cute. You're make-believe. You are, though. You're not fucking real. No, because Jesus wasn't. No, that's the church. The church made up the reason why we pay God, huh? Because God can't do it by himself. No, but nobody can't. Um, and church made up the reason why we're not allowed to kill ourselves. No, 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 because God can't take that tainted soul. He can't take that tainted soul. Okay? No, he fucking can't. God can't goddamn do a damn thing he wants to in your Bible. So when you finally decide to open your eyes, and give a look around, huh? Let's see how many people you've left behind. Let me see how many people have left you behind. Simply because you didn't even give enough of a fuck, huh? To call and see any of their birthdays, huh? Any of their kids' birthdays. Shit. My kid got his braces off. Did you fucking know that shit? Yeah, yeah. My kid's gay, okay? I know yours. I know nothing about yours, actually. The only thing I know about my best friend, you know, the one who hasn't been around, is that she has loss in her life. Now, how do I know that? How does the prophetess know what her best friend's life is going through, um, but she doesn't know what I'm going through? Let's talk about it. Do I say that I cared more than you? I am saying that. It might not always have been true, but when it mattered, I was there. Even when you didn't want me there, I was fucking there telling you you shouldn't do what you're doing. You really shouldn't though. But I just, okay, I'm going to support you because you're my best friend. Okay? We're like sisters. We're going to do that. I'm going to be there. I'm going to be there for you. I'm even going to take your motherfucking pictures. But when that motherfucker put his hands on you, when that motherfucker threatened you and your goddamn children's lives, you split. I haven't seen you since. We used to talk. We don't anymore, though. Because I decided to do that thing they say. If you have a friend and you're not sure if they feel for you the way you feel for them, huh? Let's just test the waters real quick. Go ahead and not plant any new seeds. Okay, don't make any new friends. But uh, the plants that you have now, when they're rooted, okay, they're planted, right? They've been there for a minute. All of those. Try not watering them for one day. I went a whole fucking week before saying I just threw away my last dead plant. Even while we're alive, it is important to see one another. It is important to see one another as equal human beings who have feelings and have desires that don't necessarily coincide with one another. And they don't have to. That's why it's called a free will. The free will to believe in what you want or need to believe in. I know I give you shit, Biblian, for believing in a book that's made up by the church. 
Yeah, I'm going to keep giving you shit for believing a book that was made up by the church. But it isn't fun. I am jesting. Because I know that you're still going to heaven. I know the fucking Pope still goes to heaven. I, I, just, I would kill to be a fly, you heard I say to you? Like on the gate real quick. Uh, when that motherfucker walks through. Just I want to see one time. Just one Pope. Lord, give me the... Just, just one time. I want to see one Pope. Take count. I want, I want, I want to see it, Dad. I do, I do. I know it's selfish. It's rude. It's offensive. Some people are offended right now. And I have the audacity to say, I want the Pope to be punished. That's actually not what I said. I already admitted that even the Pope is going to heaven because you can believe what you want to believe, believer, uh, listener, non-believer, atheist, agnostic. You can believe what you want to believe, but I still believe we're all going to the same place. Biblian, you can believe that there's an option for you to send other people to. I choose to believe that you don't have the right to take any souls from God. Just because you can't see him does not mean he's more powerful than you. Just because you can't see him doesn't mean he can't take from you. When you first lose someone, you rail at God. You're mad at God that he decided he wanted them more than you did. And you're bigger than me. How the fuck can I fight you? You're a supreme God. They're supreme in that moment. Your deity is supreme in that moment when they have taken from you. They didn't take from you. They watched you live your life and results and consequences took place. But now you're, 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 you're upset. You're hurting, huh? And because you can't control the pain, this is how you're going to cope. You're going to rail at God. You're going to tell God he fucked up. How could you let this happen? How could you let this happen? I said those words. Why the fuck did you wake me up again today? You know I don't want to wake up. You know the fuck why I don't want to wake up. I don't want to live in this world without him. I don't want to. I don't want to. I don't, I don't fucking want to. Am I talking about a man? Fuck you. No, I'm not. At one point, I thought I loved someone that much that I could just, I couldn't live without him. And then I felt this life inside of me kicking and punching at the same time my rocky balboa you don't see me you don't need me you don't want me but god is still there and he still sees me he still wants me he still loves me he loves you regardless if you believe in him okay your deity there is a higher power i believe for everyone just someone that you can turn to that's not going to call you crazy. That's not going to call you a fucking sinner. That's not going to call you a demon. Someone that's going to listen to you. And when you finally get a connection to that something, that power, huh? You don't have to ask for anything. They accept your love off jump. Your love's enough. Your fucking love is enough. You remember that I adore you. You remember that I can do anything for you. I can, hey man, and I fucking will, but not because you fucking said I, 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 I did. Not because you say I should. Not because you request me in your presence. No, that's not what the fuck I does. No, 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 no. God, God blesses because you understand I can't do this by myself. So I know you got it because I sure as hell don't. There's no way I got this. Okay, this is bigger than me. Life is bigger than me. Say it to yourself, listener. Life is bigger than you. 
It's supposed to be. You're not supposed to have it all under control. You're not supposed to. But you should at least be aware of what you do or can control. You can control the path of your friendships. You can control how many times you speak to relatives across the pond. I have not been good about keeping up with my relatives. There's a language barrier from my side. And then there's a culture, cultural barrier um, from my dad's side. So it's just... But I don't give up. I don't give up trying. I don't give up reaching out. When someone tells you that no matter what you do or don't do, I will love you. That means nothing you can do, will do, or say will ever take that love from you. Now, a human being can say these words, but a deity can mean it. A deity can forgive all things. A deity can see all things ahead of time. Plan for the every inevitable. A deity of higher power. It doesn't have to control your life. It does not have to control your life, your thoughts, your beliefs. You just have to remember that they're there. You have to remember that they love you. Even if you don't believe in me, I'm right here. I got you. Even if you don't think you can see me, I'm still here. I got you. And even if you can't remember what I sound like, I'm still here. I got you. I dedicate this episode to my daddy. I am a daddy's princess. He made me a strong woman. He told me I didn't have to be afraid. I was beautiful. No matter what I did was perfect to my father. There's times when you know that you take advantage of that, right? But in the long run, you know that you were blessed. You were blessed. And if you remember that you were blessed and you didn't make that happen, he damn sure didn't take them away, right? Remember the power that was bigger than you took them from you because it was their time to go home. Not to hurt you, not to steal from you, not to take your joy, but to take them home so they didn't have to hurt anymore. I dedicate this episode to Alistair Christie Willocks. You'll always be my clam and your daddy. And like I said before, every time I hear a cranberry song, Dad, I sing with you. Listener, I want you to remember when you're thinking of your loved one who left and you can't ever see him again. Remember they're there. And that's why you're thinking of them. They know that you miss them. But eventually you'll see it had to happen that way. But if it's a friend that you don't feel the need to keep tabs up on, 
Don't you dare call them a friend again. Especially if that friend is gone. Because you forgot. You know, life happened. Time just got away from you. When time gets away from you, for the last time, will you have anyone but God beside you? At the end of the day, that's what most men believe, right? It's me and God. Me against the world. I'm on my own. I'm a solo warrior. Yada, yada, boom, boom. But that's because people have left you. That's because people have failed to care about you consistently. We've all felt lost. We've all felt cheated. But that doesn't mean we were alone in that cheat. We weren't alone in that hurt. We weren't alone in that loss. It hurts your deity. Do you hear what I say to you, listening? It hurts them to see you suffer in any shape or fashion. Financially, that's a struggle, okay? It's a stressful thing for any fucking buddy involved, okay? Because the deity is dependent upon nothing, and you are dependent upon the deity. And that's a scary motherfucking situation, because I ain't got no control over this motherfucker. Nothing. Not a one dollar. Minus the tithing, that's when I met God. I don't need your assistance to do what I'm supposed to be doing, God said. I don't need your assistance, huh, prophetess, to give you what I need you to have so, so, that, I can, so that I can reach my pivot. I don't need your assistance, not for money, not for clothing, not for anything, because I'm a supreme deity, prophetess. I don't, I don't need you, but I do want you. I said before, I have a beloved on one and blessed on the other. I know who calls me beloved. I know you don't believe in them. I do. I believe in them. So I know who calls me beloved. I have a peace and calm within me, knowing that I don't have to worry about it. I don't have to worry about money. I don't have to worry about food. I don't have to worry about anything damn sure don't have to worry about someone else's opinion or judgment of me because God sees me and he sees that it is nothing but good God will bless you without your fucking tithe I need you to remember that every time someone tells you that it's for the church no the fuck it is not it should be to God but it's not so stop giving motherfuckers your money I said that shit though God gave you that goddamn money it is yours God wanted you to have it God wanted you to be blessed he doesn't expect you to share it if he wanted it shared he wouldn't have fucking given it all to you I just said that though so wrapping things up be a better friend goddammit. yes be a better friend okay care a fucking little more just a fucking little just a one little digit more key just Stick your fucking nose into someone else's goddamn business. You call a friend. Because if you don't even know what they're going through, what kind of friend are you? My name is Prophetess LGBTQ. You just learned, listen to the episode Unseen. We did discuss suicidal ideation. We also discussed beliefs. But what you should take away, reader, is that no one can tell you what to believe, where you're going upon death, 
or that you don't have an option if you're not saved. You belong to a deity, listener. You belong to someone else. Someone created you on purpose. They did that shit just because they knew what the fuck they were doing. Amen. And they knew they could do that shit multiple times. They made you perfectly, listener. They made you perfectly. You think you're ugly. You think you're fat. I need you to have that fat because you never know when the fuck you're going to end up in Alaska. Nobody said that shit, though. That's a prophecy for somebody. Somebody's listening and somebody's headed to Alaska. I don't know who it's going to be. I don't fucking know. I just, that's just, that's for you. Whoever that was. I am prophetess, LGBTQ. I am a prophet of God. It's a hard job. Don't try it. I mean, I didn't ask for it. That's for sure. But a damn sure will never, ever question it again. Because it is what he gave me. It is something I cannot give back. It is something that I was born with. Just like the idea that no God that I serve has a fall. My supreme king in heaven and I, God and prophetess LGBTQ, we bid you good night. We'll see you again soon. You listen to Unseen on Christian Truth.